hearts on my card again at the crib telling your girl that we should order yes 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 it's time for another edition of right the radio i'm your boy bobby dubs across from me on your viewing screen <laughs> is the lovely Matt Meritay. Matt, what's going on, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself, Bob? I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just got through the Christmas, and when you got three little ones at home, the Christmas can be rough. You know, you just kind of let them let loose, and you get out of the way, and then yep. you clean up afterwards. Kind of like a hurricane. You pretty much play like your FEMA during Christmas when you're a parent. You just you let the destruction happen because you can't prevent it, and then you just go and you clean up afterwards. That's what you do. I haven't heard a good FEMA joke in a while. <laughs> I feel like you bring up FEMA, I feel like Mike Myers right now. Oh, wow. sit there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. I'm having a good day. I got my free coffee at Wawa for the nice, first time ever. Nice. Sweet. I was like, yeah, I just spent how many some odd dollars in presents. I'm going to relax. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Wawa take care of this one. Oh, absolutely. And you got to get the free coffee. Walking out of there. Not having spent that like two dollars and nine cents, liberating. I mean, <laughs> liberating. I'm on a high from that. It's weird. Oh, absolutely. And then the, you know me, I took the pleasure. You know, you're watching this live on Twitter, or Facebook, YouTube. I am wearing one of my Christmas presents. My, my Ooh, homeboy Brandon did get me the hoodie. You know, got the little hood and everything. So this is pretty dope. So I am wearing that. So I, I had I had a good holiday. I had a good holiday. Got some nice stuff. Uh, but we got to do what we do, which is talk about sports, talk about the Philly sports in general and the things that have been going on. It's some excitement in the air, Matt Marite. Your Eagles get a big win against the Giants, 34-10. They are now a win and some help away from clinching a playoff spot before the season is even over. What did we learn about this team this week and then the last couple of weeks where they, they go through adversity it's kind of ugly in the first quarter of these games but then they pull it out and not only do they pull it out they're, they're like blowout wins like they start destroying teams in the second half this week it was the Giants but what did we learn about this team and its its character and its makeup with this last uh, um, uh, <laughs> I'm tempted to say nothing <laughs> nothing we learned nothing because the team that the Giants are currently fielding is as bad as we've seen in the last decade and a half of the NFL. Putrid is the word that comes it's, to mind. Right? Like, I the, I get, I think the Lions right now have a better roster. Certainly have a better quarterback and probably better coaching. <laughs> and so, um, you know, the fact that we can't put together a whole game against the Giants is deeply concerning. Um, as far as the Washington football you know, is it team, team club, team club <laughs> collection, yeah, this point, collection football, of randoms. Washington football facade. Cause this yeah, is a facade yeah. of a football team. It's not a real football team. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they started the Washington they football started collection Garrett of characters, <laughs> right? Gilbert, right. I'm sure somebody made Gilbert Godfrey jokes. Oh, right? we yeah. made them all. Uh, and you can, you could hear them all if you were at uh Henry James saloon, but we made them all. He was Gilbert Godfrey with eating Gilbert grape, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're basically starting, you know, Jafar's accomplice. Jafar's accomplice. Iago. Yep. He's so ticked off that he's molting. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, most of their defensive line is out, but it's And now they're fighting each other. It's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're literally they're getting into dust ups on the bench as they're getting blown out, you know, 
dropped 40 on them in national television. Okay, it was 56 to 7 yeah. at the end of that thing. Just ugly. I didn't know. Just so you know, I, I, I think it was fair. We don't really... I can't judge them so much for the behavior. Well, the one guy that put his hand in the other guy's face, but it's totally warranted that I'm going to have to swing on you if you put your finger in your face. Oh, Never yeah. Never yeah. say, I love you. We'll let you doink me in the head and say, Dubs, that ain't the right point. Me and you going to have to be swinging in here. <laughs> Look, it, I, I, I could understand maybe letting it go or like swatting the dude's hand away if it's at level, but if that man is standing over you and puts his hand on your face like, like I'm no, a child, no, no yeah, you got to yeah. fight me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That fist is the next thing that's coming at him. No words, no insults, knuckles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but if I have taken away anything from these games in a positive sense, it's that right, Sirianni has instilled a belief in these guys or so much uh, we don't care what just happened, we're still going to keep coming, right? And it yeah. seems to work. Right? Defensively, they're there. They've been playing well on that end. They haven't. They've been able to execute, you know, on mistakes and capitalize. Can't take the ball away. They haven't been able. You haven't been giving up points, which is good. Uh, offensively, though, I just it, it's sluggish and uncreative. Yeah, and they, there's still things. And then you know, Jaden Jalen tried to explain it in his press conference about this. The things we're seeing where we we like to complain about it, like you I, know, I'm I going back he, and forth with Ashley Woods about why I'm not completely sold on him. I, but I, it's the things like I saw on Sunday with him missing Dallas Goddard. Yeah. And yeah, I said it right on the Bell and the Birdman broadcast. Gardner, <laughs> Gardner Minshew would have saw, <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. But he also said the his defense, explanation made the it worse. Predicated the. It made it worse to you. Yeah. I like to hear this because to me, if he's saying the defense predicated his first read was wide open, so he immediately goes to his first read and not, you know, completely survey if they immediately give you the look you were looking for. But you tell me why it made it worse. I'm interested to hear this now. This get juicy. Well, because if he has to go completely off of that pre snap read, he can't make a single adjustment. That tells me. Yeah, uh, any number of things, right? That tells me that he's not confident to hang in the pocket and try to make a decision. That tells me he's already decided where the ball is going to go, which is not a trait of an NFL quarterback. No, right? Um, Did you get that leads to staring down receivers with least interceptions? Yeah, right. He's you know basically saying, "Hey, you're going to either have to make a play on this." Right? He's challenging the defense when I don't think he has that skill set arm wise, and you know at another. You sort of unrelated factor. It's concerning because that tells me he's hurt. That tells me that he does not trust himself to roll out, does not trust himself to be mobile, right? Because uh, you can watch the pocket collapses a little bit on that right side, right? And he mm. zips that ball out of there. He doesn't step up. He doesn't move to the side. He doesn't go around it. He doesn't try to buy time at all. And it's, you know, half a second. If he gets his eyes around, he can see Goddard. It's, you know, I feel like he's maybe he's rushed because he doesn't trust the ankle. Maybe he doesn't trust the push off that he could get it out there and throw an effective ball with his arm the way it is. We saw another, you know, a couple underthrows. But his explanation that it was all essentially the pre snap read. I mean, if that's how he's going to play, that's how he's going to play, but it has to be more accurate. Right. Even then, it was a ball thrown behind the guy. Yeah. If you knew one hundred percent where you were going, and you still don't have that timing right, ugh. 
It's tough. And I don't want to pick on Jalen. No, I don't want to pick on them either. They won the game. So you feel bad if you're, you're still nitpicking things where they won a game and they won a game decisively, you know? It just seems as though we're celebrating a guy who, I don't know, is like 16 and four, is like 16 touchdowns. Woo. Yeah, he's <laughs> run a bunch in, but he's also thrown what? Nine picks, is averaging a fumble a game. I, Right, his but, and then it's like it's, it's you get that, and in a vacuum, you're like those are issues. But then you also like I saw a graphic today where it's like he has potential to be like the first quarterback we've had in our history to have three thousand passing yards, twenty five total touchdowns, and like seven hundred rushing yards since Randall in like nineteen ninety. Which is like on his head. If you see the graphic like that, and then you saw Randall Cunningham, mm-hmm. you would think it was impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you say since Randall, but then you're like, dang, Randall <laughs> did that then. You know, with a slop of a you know, yeah. Buddy Ryan offense. Like he had a head coach <laughs> that wouldn't even touch the offense. <laughs> Not his job. No, I don't do offense. Like it, a maid that doesn't do windows. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Don't do it's just, you know, I think the accuracy is still a concern. It's still, you know, bottom barrel of the league. And, right, I think the questions, it's not so I much mean, can he win, it's how much can he win? What is his overall ceiling? And is that better than, say, a top 15 quarterback? Yeah, and I, it, you still have questions of whether or not some of those great plays we've seen in the passing game, whether that's a product of a great throw by him or a receiver bailing him out. Yeah. Like, can there be a better pass where Devontae doesn't have to straddle the sideline like that and completely make sure he drags his feet and gets in? Can there be a better throw made so he doesn't have to do that? Just like the one he had in the end zone, uh, I think it was the week before that. Mm-hmm. It's like, can can there be better throws, more accurate throws where they don't the receiver doesn't have to make such a spectacular catch yeah. to make sure, you know, they're in. So I feel you now. With that all said, how do you feel about the final two games? You got the football team coming up again, and you got the Dallas Cowboys, who have already clinched the division. So that lets you know they may or may not have a whole lot to play for, depending on what happens next week with Green Bay and Tampa Bay and the guys ahead of them, uh, where they end up in the playoffs. So how do you feel about those last two games? Well, I think judging first by you know the football team, they're obviously going to have something to play for. No team likes getting blown out. No team... Uh, you know, they've been blown out two weeks in a row. Uh, they should have, you know, some of their or most of their full complement back. Now, I know that they've said they're going to play Kyle Allen a little bit. Yeah, but that, that sounds like that sounds, that sounds more tank-ish. Of a challenge. Tankish might be a challenge. That sounds tankish. I don't know. Uh, that sounds tankish. And I was listening to uh, Barton and the guys earlier when they were doing the Bell and the Bourbon Island. And John is full on that this is a tank. Like, this is the tank. You look at all the teams ahead of them in draft order who could possibly grab a quarterback. And the fact that Washington needs one badly, there is no reason for them to win this game. None. Uh, outside of oh we got we 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 got pride and we feel bad about what happened before this season is over I have no there's no way they're making the playoff because I don't think they would win in week eighteen or whatever it is either so like I don't see them putting up that much of an effort if I see I think you see Allen early <laughs> you might see Allen second quarter if it goes bad like or you know halftime you might see you may see another performance like we've gotten the last two weeks where. 
the beginning of the game is somewhat tight. It's kind of giving you some uh, feelings. And then, you know, the Eagles break away. They start getting the turnover and stuff like that. And then you see Kyle Allen, and it just gets really, really bad. Also, they owe us a tank. They owe us one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even if we see Kyle Allen, right, it's better than, you know, it's better than double G, right? That's still going to be a guy who can play effectively a little bit, right? <laughs> They're still going to have Terry McLaurin, right? If he catches the ball, he's not going to stop running, right? They're, so what if they hand the ball to Antonio Gibson? He's not going to, you know, go off tackle, you know, double protect <laughs> mode, right? These guys are still going to be playing. They're still prideful men, right? You could always lose week, week 18, week 17. I, I just don't see it coming from we're at each other's throats, want to kill each other there. We're going to get up for this game against the Eagles. I just don't see it. <laughs> I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Ron Rivera. True. Right? That's the thing, right? There's the Ron Rivera of it all, and then there's the Dan Schneider of it all. It's like, who's going to weigh more You could have two further away polar opposites, and those two guys, when it comes to character and, you know, not giving up and, you know, giving everything you sing, you got on every Sunday, yeah. as opposed to somebody who really doesn't give a shit how his organization is run. When it comes to the Cowboy <laughs> game, I mean... They may start Cooper Rush, but I don't think that they're going to hold back too much because the ability to pick your opponent in the playoffs, I think, is rare. And, you know, we'll see if they're in a situation where they want to play us. We might see more backups if they think that they can push somebody else into a spot, right, that they would rather play matches up better. You also, thanks to reports now that people are Jacksonville's interested in uh, Dallas's OC. Yep. That, you know, you might see that game, this game, whatever they do in the playoffs, as an audition for that head coaching job if he elects to take it. So you never know how Dallas is going to come out. I personally think they're going to probably wind up clinching this Sunday Mm because I do think Minnesota is going to lose to Green Bay. Yeah. And I do think San Francisco is going to beat the Texans, and then the Eagles are going to win, which would make the Eagles clinch a playoff spot. Ideally. Uh, it would literally, they would mathematically right. clinch. Since, since the Saints lost. Yeah, since the Saints lost. That nothing they do matters. Nothing they do matters okay. if we win our game. <laughs> right, yeah. But if we all finished, uh, presumably if we all finished, um, I think it's, if we all finished with the same record, we were all 10 and 7, then we would be out in both. Minnesota uh, and San Francisco. Well, San Francisco in. and New Orleans would be in. Oh, because New or- San Francisco would have a tiebreaker over us, and New Orleans would have a tiebreaker over San Francisco because oh. they would have a better conference record than that. Yeah. So traditionally, you want to win our game. If San Francisco wins their game, that means they can't possibly be tied with New Orleans, which means we would go ahead of the pack. Yeah. In in that aspect, because we'd have a better conference yeah. record. I, so. I think you're. I'm hoping that it gets all done this week, yeah. and then next week you can just rest a bunch of guys. You don't have to worry about it. It could be a meaningless game or whatever. I know it's Dallas, so it's not going to be meaningless to anybody in this in this neighborhood. But you know, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Which I, to me, yeah, they're most, I ask you, most likely sixty eight percent chance they're going to make the yeah. playoffs right now. How excited are you for a potential playoff game? Not very. <laughs> see, it's, it's like you see, even when he's not there, I think Matt Manerte listens to me, and, and he makes sure to keep up with what his partner Dubs is thinking. Because I don't know if you've seen my clip from uh, Bell and the Birdman, where yeah. I'm like, they're making the playoffs. It's like going to Disneyland, but with no money. Like you're dead broke. Like you go, you get to look around. 
you get the vibe of the place, but you don't get to do anything. You yeah. don't get to make it worth your while. It doesn't really matter. You're going to be gone by the end of the week, and that's it. It's over. Yeah. It's like going to Disney World, but only having tickets to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Yeah. You're not seeing the castle. You're not going on the Tower of Terror, right? Not even seeing the golf ball, right? Exactly. Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, Animal Kingdom has some dope rides, right? They got Avatar Land in the back now, but <laughs> right, the big part, it's just a tree, right? Yeah, it's a big tree <laughs> in the middle. You go on to Six Flags, but you don't have any uh, passes for, <laughs> yeah. for the water park, none of that, none of the Splash World. He's like, yeah, you can go. I guess you can get on a couple rides yeah. before you go, get some funnel cake, but that's it. You got nothing else going after that. But, I mean, I'm excited just because what this means for the future, the success of this team right now, what it means for the future, and how you can gauge where this team is and where they go from here. It's like, if they're successful, if they, oh, my God, whispers, win a game in the playoffs. (laughs) You can think about, hey, maybe this team is just this and that and this piece away, two, three pieces away, pieces you can get with first-round picks in the draft, and then you don't have to bundle them all up and trade for some quarterback to come save you. And and you can roll out there with uh, a better improved uh, with the off season, another offseason of work Jalen Hurts. And then like you're looking at, hey, this is a team that could be in the mix every single year. So I'm excited for that aspect. I'm excited for what their success now means for their future and how far away they potentially could be from being a legitimate every single year they got a shot. Sure. But this would also mean that essentially they've gotten in the playoffs – without beating a single team with a winning record. So do we know the holes in this team? Do we know where they're lacking? Right? I don't think we do. Right? Look at the collection of quarterbacks that they've taken on. Teddy Bridgewater. You are what your record says you are. If you're sure, a winning yes. team, you're a winning team. <laughs> yeah, but we're also the, you know, PFF has this as like the fifth best defense in the league. They're not the fifth best defense. They're ranked, ridiculous. Not ridiculous per se, because they are ranked top 11 in every statistical category. So that's pretty damn good. But fifth best, right now, the way they're playing they consistently they right now, a, they've taken. They the, haven't played a quarterback it, since November. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Did they make the, the schedule? NFL schedules, but no. Right. They well, doing what they're talking doing. About, yeah, oh, we could like be, you said, it is going to be a test. turnaround, you know, perennial contenders time. Come on, man. <laughs> it's like what? Hey, look, we don't know. Let's get <laughs> playoffs. Okay. No, no, but like you, it, I, I'm with you. It's going to matter who they play in the playoffs and what, how they perform, whether it's a tight game, whether they need to get the doors blown off of them by like a, a Tampa or something like that. But who's to say they don't play a banged up Arizona who's known to play down to their opponents, who's known to give up a, a game here and there, and then they win that game, and now they're in the divisional round. Who's covering DeAndre Hopkins? He's hurt. He Again. can come back. <laughs> I'll take DeAndre Hopkins on one leg versus Stevie Nelson. Oh, what if it's Slay? But no, Slay's going to be on the healthy AJ Green. AJ Green's trash, yeah. AJ Green's He's trash. Washed. He's playing He's washed. Well. <laughs> right? And then you got Rondale Moore. You going to take Avante Max on Rondale Moore? Nah. Let's go. Let's go. Arizona's the worst team out of teams that's going to win that may win their division. Okay, well, you got better Jalen on the other side there. <laughs> you got who everyone Jalen wants to be in <laughs> Kyler Murray. <laughs> but but even he's been playing bad, though, the last four or five weeks. They've been barely edging by. Ah, Cliff knows what he's doing. <laughs> Cliff. 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 Right, but you got to trust the Cliff, right? Cliff's a good <laughs> – Cliff's a name you trust. Even if we say 
right? Oh, we only have a couple holes to fill. I think there's more than a couple holes. I think there's a lot of questions going forward about the future of the defense and the offense. And even if they use all three draft picks, right, there's no way that they can turn that over within a year, right? Like, Mm. we don't know if Stevie Nelson is going to be here. We have no security at safety whatsoever, right? Uh, Do they have to upgrade the linebackers? Likely, yes, but they probably won't, right? Fletch is old. Hargrave is, you know, not far from being old. Barnett sucks, right? BG's (laughs) old, right? Josh Sweat massively underperformed. BG might be done. I don't know if he comes back from the Achilles. Right, exactly. So that's literally every position on the defense that needs to be filled in. Okay. With new starters. Three straight defensive linemen in the draft next <laughs> Right. And then we don't have a wide receiver number two or, you know, free agent Demi- guy. That's when, you sign, that's when you sign uh, Adams from Green Bay, baby. Nah. Max deal. If they're going to keep Rodgers, they got to sign Adams. Uh, and I keep it Rodgers. Aaron is gone, and then we get Devontae. Oh, so Jordan Love's going to be throwing to Marquez valdez Scanlon next yes. year? Yeah, that's <laughs> the Packers next year. This is the last dance. They already called it. It's the last dance. <laughs> I ask you this, last though. Dance. <laughs> last, last dance. Last dance. <laughs> 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 no. But I ask you, you know, given they make the playoffs, what does it do for the job security of both Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Are you more, if you're the Howie Rosemans or the Jeffrey Lorries of the world, does this go, hey, we may have something here. Can we build on it? Or are you still, no matter what happens, Jalen Hurts not the guy. We need to go get us a quarterback. Whether we draft one, we pick all the, we take all these picks and trade for one. Okay. Does this what does this do for their job security? So Nick, it really does nothing for his job security. Right, because Chip Kelly made the playoffs, went ten and six, looked like he was about to revolutionize the league. Right, it basically came down to losing by a field goal against the Saints, who were heavily favored, and he was still gone two years later. He was gone two years later because that third year he was hot garbage and made an ass of himself. Yeah, he made an ass of himself, but still had a winning record. Not at (laughs) not in that season. Either way, overall (laughs) winning record. In three years, right, took the league by storm, but that's, you know, different story. So Sirianni, you know, still is going to be in the hot seat for another two years or so. Hertz is a very different question because I think part of it happen, has to do with what happens around the league, right? Like we were talking today in the Discord chat about, you know, my fever dream that if Russ goes away from the Seahawks, but Pete Carroll stays, Jalen Hurts is a perfect fill-in. Right, because a blind squirrel could hit DK Metcalf downfield. <laughs> right, and if they want to have a running first team, if that's the way Pete Carroll wants to play, he loves that power run style. Having a Jalen Hurts is gonna do really well for him. So he could easily convince Seattle to give up draft picks, give up some type of, you know, capital for Hurts. Uh, you know, also depends. You know where they end up in the final draft order. Right now, they're picking like 18, 19, and 23. Mm. So that doesn't exactly inspire me. <laughs> right, exactly. So I could see. But then there's also. I, I could see pick. one or two of those picks being moved. Yeah, I could see that. That's, yeah. that's, that's definitely and a possibility. Next year's QB class is supposed to be, you know, a bit heavier, a bit more stacked with talent, unless, you know, say you want to take like a Malik Willis. 
who's a little bit of a project, like a Matt Corral, maybe, who's not, you know, starter ready out of the box. To your point, though, uh, Chip Kelly went 26 and 21 as a Philadelphia Eagles head coach. Winning record. <laughs> yes, for, other, for all of us that can do the math at home, yes, that's a winning record. I mean, and that dude had quarter. He played what six different quarterbacks. I mean, Chip Kelly had a revolving door of players, and he finished with a winning record. I mean, he was he was changing guys out like it was a NASCAR pit stop. I was thinking about Ryan Matthews the year uh, today earlier too. I was talking about that in the uh, newsletter that went out. So people were comparing, you know, Jalen's season to Carson's first year. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> We're talking about Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, and crew versus Ryan Matthews. Yeah, right. Ryan Matthews and Wendell Smallwood. Like, come on, <laughs> let's let's not be those people. Let's not be those people. Right. Like, I'll take Dallas and Devonta over Zach and Jordan Matthews. Yeah. Right. Right. Doriel Green Beckham. Oh yeah. no, not DGB. Yeah, the uh, evil that was DGB. The evil that was DGB. <laughs> Oh man, but I have I agree with you. I have to agree with you as Matt Maritake cracks open his liquid death. Oh, that was a good one right there. Uh, cracks open his liquid death. Um, <laughs> I don't think it does much. I mean, it gives you some thought that hey, if you build this team up even more defensively with the type of run game they're proving to have, maybe you draft a running back. Not top, not in the first round, but, you know, second round, third round, you get you a running back that you think is going to uh, stay healthy, is going to be able to uh, play in your scheme, and you can make this a team that is going to run the ball for for years to come, and you know what you have with Nick Sirianni. For Jalen Hurts, it's just they're going to – if that's the way they're going to go and run things the way Nick Sirianni has run it the last seven, eight weeks where they've won – five games in the six contest, six out of eight overall in that span, um, you're going to need a way more accurate quarterback, mm-hmm. in my belief, uh, to be able to put that together if he doesn't show some progression uh, going into next season. So that is something you have to look at. And like you said, more than likely you get one that's going to be solid and you don't have any question marks around if you're bundling those picks and using those in a trade to get one. Right, like it's – Unless they make a move to get a guy like Pickett this year, I wouldn't see them going for a quarterback. And he's really the only guy that I've sort of identified as you know NFL ready and who has the overall skill set. Like him, maybe Corral are the two guys I could see having a really good future. But other than that, everybody else I'm sort of nervous about. You know, wouldn't take that first round flyer on the guy I'm looking at as far as like in two years. Is uh, that cat from Auburn? Oh, oh yeah, uh, Udawale. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. And he's <laughs> good. The man is tall. He too. football's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, something I'm also weary about is your Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know what's going on with the team. Mm. They did crush the Wizards. Happy about that. Yeah. Like it. they're right now teetering in the sixth spot in the East. Uh, can they turn the corner? Have they turned the corner? Do you see a, a nice little positive run going here? They're semi-helpful. I think they just lost Danny Green. But um, where do you see this team going? I think they're leaning around the corner. Like, they're checking around the corner like, is anybody there? 
<laughs> but it's is it safe to come out? Right. Yeah. Obviously, are the Nets still like all in quarantine? It's Joel's team, right? Yeah. And that, that's one hundred percent now. There's no question about that, which I think is reassuring in some ways. And you know, they they're gonna they're probably gonna end up being a mid tier team. But I think in the long run, it's good for them, right? I think we're going to get extended runs for everybody who needs the minutes, right? This is the make-or-break year for Matisse Thibel. You know, you're going to see a lot more out of Maxi. You're going to see what Isaiah Joe has to offer. You're going to get some of the rookies involved. And, you know, this year, they're not a finals team, but we will be able to accurately identify what needs to change, who needs to go, who needs to stay, in terms of the supporting cast, to I know use, somebody that needs to go. Yeah, to use that final <laughs> right, that final Joel Prime year to make that significant run. Are you, I talking, want, are you talking about Ben or Tobias? I'm talking about Ben. I'm <laughs> cool on Toby. I've always been in on Toby. You know, last year I was big on playoff Toby. I like Toby, <laughs> but I need to know because we're we're isn't in the January, February is when the All Star break happens. Right before then is usually when the trade deadline is. How close are we to getting something done? I do not need him on this team past Groundhog's Day. I really don't. Nowhere. I mean, it's a shame. I don't think Ben is working out at St. Joe's anymore. Catastrophe. Newman Garetti. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. He can't still be on this roster just taking up space and not playing any basketball past February. You no, know, he doesn't get a free year off on my dime. Even I don't think they're paying him. No. <laughs> I got to get something before the trade deadline. How much do you think this bothers Matt off? Ugh, like, tremendously. Like, how many times a day do you think he thinks about Ben Simmons? <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Name the son Ben. He hears Ben all day long. <laughs> ben. Ben, don't do that, Ben. <laughs> See, he's Ben Ooh. everywhere. Oh, shout out to Manoff. Shout out to Rob Manoff. That's our guy. But it's, <laughs> but I think Maury is playing this beautifully, because I like at this point. I think the rest of the league has serious questions about Ben, and you know they were never going to give you top dollar for him. Yeah. So it, it, Ben has to make some type of turnaround. He has to come back to the Sixers to establish value, and he has to play well. He has to commit. If he doesn't do that. His career is over. I mean, it's it's gotten to that point, I believe. He's over? <laughs> oh, wow. I, I mean, he's not the type there. of guy who can take a year off, right? This isn't a – like someone will take a shot at John Wall next year, right? If Ben yeah, Simmons true. sits out a year, I mean, who who's going to care? Who's going to take a shot at a guy who won't shoot? Right, who's basically said, "Listen, I can't handle this. I can't but handle the pressure." If you listen to the rumors, you listen to Clutch Sports. There's plenty of people out there that want Ben Simmons. Or do we not believe Rich Paul and company? I know you're anti-Rich Paul. You can go on your your Rich Paul rant if you would like. But uh, from we hear all the time that there are plenty of teams interested. The last team I heard interested was uh, the Cavs. I'm like. Do I want Colin Sexton, really? Do I want anybody on Cleveland right now? No, no. that's a smokescreen because LeBron wants to go back to the Cavs. Oh, boy. Because LeBron's abandoning the Lakers because that's a sinking ship. Right now, do it. Ben for Russ, I'm taking it. 
We'll we'll get a Russ in Philadelphia. It might not be the Russ you want, but you can get you a Russ right now for the cheap. I'm telling you. I've always said Russ is the is the like bizarro world Simmons. So that would be perfect. Right? Oh, he'll shoot whenever you ask him to. Right. He's athletic. He can't shoot, but he won't stop shooting. Doesn't play defense at all. Yeah. Like Russ Russ has all the tools to be a plus defender. It's like, nah. Like, no. where is the amalgamation like, of it, Russ and Ben? Is there somebody that just has all of it put together? Yeah. No. No. Nobody's 6'10", will shoot whenever, and also play defense. <laughs> no, that that's such a weird, like, maybe not 6'10". Maybe was there, like, a dude who was, like, 6'6", kind of fits that mold? Oh, man. Like a Jamal Crawford? Yeah, right? Like, if he had, if he played really good defense... Like if you stretched out Baron Davis, yeah, Baron Davis is a good one. Yeah. B Diddy, shout out to B Diddy. <laughs> Do your Googles, people. <laughs> it's just, ah. but how bad because it's taking this long, and you kind of intimated it. How bad has the prospects that you know of what we could get for Ben diminished as long as this like lingers out. And do they just get anywhere? So do, like you said, they get to right, you cut bait or you buy them out and it's just whatever. Because how many years? He's got three or four? Yeah. Left on yeah, that deal. It's f- insane. Right. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of money. Like the, the deal that, just say go away. that's floating around right now with the Cavs is like what? Like Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, and somebody else? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I think, I mean, you can get that, but what's that really worth? Right, and it's you know I, I like marketing, but the dude's hurt all the time. I don't know what Colin Sexton is because Cleveland has just been god awful, right? But it's you know at this point, I'd rather see Ben try to come back because I don't believe the return is going to be enough this year, right? I don't think they'll be able to get everybody in motion and gelling quick enough. Uh, you know, I'm scared that you know. With COVID, having guys go in and out, there will never be any of that real consistency. I think everything that has to happen has to happen next offseason, just for from a team standpoint. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, as hard and tough as it's going to be to watch this team like go on without that kind of second guy, mm-hmm. A lot of it is going to have to be dealt with, like after the season's yeah. over, after you you clear the air, you see what you got there, and then you go and you make your moves, you make your splash if you want to. But yeah, it's it just there's there's just no way you're going to get back what you think is fair quality for him at this point during the season. <laughs> and, and outside of that, I think this now becomes a huge year for for uh for Glenn Rivers. Deck. Yeah, I, I think. Hi, why we gotta shoot the ball? I think Doc. Tell Joel just to go do it. Like, get the man a lozenge for Christ's sake. I love Ben. <laughs> no, let me stay. I love Ben. <laughs> hey, Ben's gonna do what Ben's gonna do. We'll welcome him back if he comes back. But uh, I don't know what to tell you. All right, Doc, you got it. Yeah, but I mean, how's your daughter doing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you peach. Is she ripe yet? <laughs> no, that's not it. Shout out to the Rivers family. We love yeah. the Rivers. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. What Paul, Paul George? Yeah, Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> Damn shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. But anyway, oh, so team has a bunch of questions. Team has even more questions. <laughs> uh, we can talk some Philadelphia Flyers. They have one for they had one four out of five and get closer to five hundred, but they still have troubles with inconsistency. Is there any hope that they can get consistent? They can play consistent hockey. They can play consistent defense because they'll have a couple of good games where they're good defensively, and then next thing you know, they're giving up four or five goals in a game. And it's like, what is this team? I struggle to figure out what they do. They have an identity. What are they doing going forward? I know they're in the midst of, you know, they'll probably find a coach uh, at the end of the season, but it's just, I don't even know what to make of this team right now. Maritza, you got to help me. So, so, so I think out of any team in the league, this break that they've been on for the last, you know, week, week and a half or so, uh, I think they ended up hitting pause in the league at like the 22nd. Uh, they're coming back tomorrow night. Yeah, they haven't had a game since the 18th. Yeah. Um, I think it behooves them. I think it lets them get that mental reset, which, you know, they needed. They've been, you know, they struggled, had a 10-game losing streak, fired the coach, been trying to sort of battle back. Uh, but, you know, they've got guys in and out of the lineup, guys on COVID restrictions, you know, injuries. So... This, like, 10-day, you know, 12-day, almost two-week kind of pause for them uh, lets them catch a breath, you know, lets them watch a lot of film, talk about their new identity under their new coach, you know, interim coach Mike Yo, And, you know, I, I think it's going to benefit them. Whether or not they can make the full turnaround to become, you know, a playoff team remains to be seen. They're only four or five spots or yeah. four or five points out of a wild-card spot. Because it's been a weird year so and far. You, you have a you have a schedule that's not that bad. Yeah. Like they come back tomorrow against the crack and the crack and have going four of six in their last ten. Yeah. They're not they're struggling. Uh, their, their best player, Brandon Tanev, just tore his ACL, so he's out for the year. Exactly. So yeah. you, you you got, you know, some favorable matchups coming up. Like I said, the Kraken aren't that good. The Sharks are in the middle of the road. They're yeah. not they're not blowing you away. So you got opportunities where you can maybe you know put some wins together and put some points together and get yourself right back in it it's right just, yeah this i like to see them be more consistent right and they brought in three or four pieces right and there hasn't been a ton of consistency with you know who's been there who hasn't been there so you know this time if they've been using it productively if they've been watching film if they've been you know talking together as a team they could come back to the rank uh maybe not completely different but on the right path Right, and if they do that, if they're able to wheel off, you know, four or five wins in a row in between losses, uh, you know, they'll be able to build back up. But it's going to come down to goal scoring and goaltending. I think their defense is going to be okay, right? It'll do just enough, but it's about getting that depth scoring. And you know, as long as Carter Hart continues to play well, and Martin Jones holds up his end of the bargain when he gets to play. Yeah. I Christmas list. You know, we just went through Christmas. But who's on your wish list for a new coach for this team? Uh, ironically enough, it was the guy they hired uh, for Vancouver, Boost Boudreaux. I think that dude is hilarious. <laughs> and he can coach his ass off. Um, I don't, I'm for anybody last name Boudreaux. I'm yeah. with all Boudreaux. Um, I don't know. It's you, you think about who's in sort of the NHL coaching carousel. I don't think John Tortorella meshes well. Go get well. Barry Melrose. Right. <laughs> Me Melrose was just such a disaster in Tampa, but I would still love it because it's Bear. Um, 
maybe a guy like uh, like Guy Boucher, uh, a Kevin Cheveldayoff, right? These are all names that are, you know, kind of floating around, bouncing around. Um, but it, it's tough to know who that, like, next best candidate is. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll see. I uh, Rick Tockett's a name that's been thrown around a lot. I think he's got a better than average chance. Um, and we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't mind talk, but it's up in the air. I think right now it's Yo's job to lose. Yeah. Because he has that experience. He has a winning record as a coach. He has, you know, the respect of being a former pro. I think if he can keep this room together and if he has support of the players, you know, we'll see. Either that or maybe Scott Gordon comes back. Who knows? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yo's going to have to, if he can weather this storm and come out looking somewhat good on the other end, they might just give it to him. Just say, hey, all right, he's the guy, and we're going to move forward from there. But uh, we did mention it is right after Christmas, the end of the year. We have to say goodbye to 2021. I, for one, would like to rehash you know, some of our, our fondest memories of 2021. Some of the things we've seen and heard, and <laughs> Matt is laughing like he's already got some good stuff. <laughs> like, what, what are your fondest memories of twenty twenty? Not just it could be from sports, it could be from right the radio. Uh, you let me know your, the the fondest things you've seen from twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, I think prob- man off yelling at me. I think that's a big one. I loved that. That was hilarious. Um, the first, the Carolina win, yeah, with with Bell and the Bird uh, being up there. Um, I like the first the, when we we had the first one at that other bar that will not be named mm-hmm. uh, when yep. they beat Atlanta in Week One. They haven't been, you know, uh, above five hundred since that week. So there's that. Wow, Good for them. that's <laughs> fucking amazing. Fourteen <laughs> weeks later, they're finally above five hundred again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know that. W- there's been so much that's happened this year in sports, out of sports. Um, yeah, wow. There, there's been a ton that's happened, right? Oh yeah. I don't know. What are you thinking? Uh, for me, let me. We just went through the, you know, because we had to rehash at the Summer Olympics. I thought that was fun. Yep. Uh, everything with uh our girl um with the. The gymnastics and all of that. I thought that was crazy. Oh, yeah. Biles. Yeah. Yeah. Simone Biles and the, the twisties. Yep. I, I was using that as an excuse to get out of shit all over the place. Nah, I got the twisties. It ain't right. Can't have me up here doing podcasts and shit right. like we that, Bart. We, we had the come. twisties like right on the back of like all that Osaka stuff. Exactly. From the French Open. Exactly. There was a lot. There was some good debates. Over it was, it was about, a yeah. lot of mental health talk in 2021 yeah. in the realm of sports. We're doing it now with Ben. Is he nuts? Is he just fucking not wanting to play? We don't know. Ben hates basketball. 100%. Ben hates basketball. Yeah. <laughs> not a basket. <laughs> he's a basket case. Is what yeah. he is. He's a basket case. He's basketball. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Um, oh man, it, it's been a lot. It's been a lot and on the show personally. Just the fun stuff we've been doing, uh, talking about sports, talking about. The Eagles, like when we uh, we got on right after they gave they picked Nick Sirianni, 
we met was kind of hype. You know, they got his paisan in there. Yep. He thought he's going to be good. We're going to go home. We're going to have seven fishes. We're going to do the whole thing. Like, we were happy about that. That was the thing. I, I kind of lambasted him because I thought he was a, a stunad for that press conference. I've learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Nick Ciani is a credible <laughs> coach. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize. You know, he... He, he's earned his weight with me, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to diss him anymore, but that was fun. Us having yeah, to the, live the, through the that. The coaching search was Oh, that fun. was fun, yeah. having to live through that and not knowing what was going on. Yeah. And now that it's Thinking turned, like it was going to be McDaniels announced on like a Tuesday oh, and then yeah. nothing happened. Oh, yeah. We were sitting here. I remember sitting here on our phones. We were waiting for something to go yeah. off and it wasn't. Yeah. That was a That was a crazy moment. I think the the Atlanta series, yeah, was we went. We went I remember that because like they were having that series, and I went on vacation because it was like around. It was right after my birthday, but I went on family vacation, went down to shore, and I and I was out on the deck doing it, and like my, <laughs> I think I had on because we were doing it via Skype, and I think I had I think I had on like either a robe yeah. or I was in like some short shit, like some short <laughs> set or something, and I, we're still talking about how. Ben is fucking not tearing up dunks yeah. and they're losing Atlanta and not playing any defense. They're letting Trey Young do whatever. It was crazy, yo. That whole thing, how that turned to Ben being public enemy number one and both of us jumping off ship and being done with him. <laughs> right. And I, I remember uh, I said we had to watch out for uh, Bojan Bojanovic because Eastern Europeans are the other white people. <laughs> the other white people. Right, like that dude is Serbian. He's not to be messed with. Uh, he was an absolute sniper. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, Phillies really weren't a highlight of anything. Were no, they? no, no. We, I mean, we kind of got the Phillies might be a. We low got light. excited right in. I think it was like May June when it was like, do they got a chance? They were like four games back or something in like July, and we were we were like pounding that, thinking yeah, we might we might have something here, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, we've had uh, you know Woodsy come on the show. That's always fun. Yeah, Francisco. Yep. Uh, we had EJ. Yep. EJ stepped in too. Exactly. You've had Barch Quinn. Oh, I remember the uh, the um. When we had when they brought March Madness back and there was no Duke or Kentucky in the tournament, right, they yeah, were like, yeah. "Is this the Twilight Zone? What's going on here? <laughs> this is just like I don't remember. This is not the NCAA tournament I'm used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what this? And you know, it was we were talking about you know going into that Sixers playoff run, how important it was to get the one seed. Could they get the one seed? Um, if they didn't get it back on track, and like with uh. Brooklyn just run them over, and then they wind up, you know, they wind up getting the one seed, and Brooklyn mm-hmm. wind up falling kind of behind, and we kind of clinched that. And Joella got hurt, and we were going over how important that was going to be. Oh, God, yeah, that Joel injury. That was that was probably the most nerve-wracking oh, absolutely. Of, of all the shows. <laughs> the Joel is hurt. Oh, my God, is the season over, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh yeah, one of the things about the Olympics was uh, when the Team USA roster came out, and we were all like, "What is this?" Everybody said they're not playing, they're not going, so there was like a, a cast of replacements. Yeah, but they were so still so much better than all the other teams that they still won anyway. But it got close because they were losing games and shit, mm-hmm. and we were like all panicking because we're used to like winning by forty in every game. Yeah, and then, um, uh, we talked about uh, it was like those two dudes who tied oh, in, yeah. in high jump. Oh yeah, and then they decided <laughs> to just share the medal yeah. and whatnot. And they're like, "We can do that." And they're like, "Yeah, oh sure, <laughs> why not?" <laughs> An Italian won the hundred meter. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was funny. Or. Uh, Shikari not uh, qualifying to go. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. Because of the weed. <laughs> oh, the weed. And the debates, Jamaican yeah. sweeping the podium. Yeah, we had a we we had big debates too, not necessarily on the pod, but in the in the group chats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Woodsy was getting involved. Uh, Brian was involved. It was, we were going back and forth. There was a lot. Oh, there was a lot of going yeah. back and forth. There's still a lot of going back and forth. Yeah. Me and Whitney are still at this debate on Jalen, her boy, and now mm-hmm. she's just like, like I, I took offense. She called my take dumb. Yeah, don't call my. I don't ever call anybody's take dumb. I may disagree with you. Don't call it dumb because nothing I say is dumb is backed up by facts mm-hmm. and stats and figures. I'm just telling you, in more time. Gardner Minshew has had less interceptions. That's all I threw out there. Yeah. Then Jalen Hurts. He turns the ball over a lot. Yeah. He does. I'm not he dumb. Fumbles a lot. For, I'm not dumb for thinking, hey, I'd rather may have somebody who has a little bit more ball security. How's that dumb? Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I think this year, like we've gotten more into the layers of the of the discussions of the debates. Yeah. Right? It, it, it's gotten interesting. Definitely. Oh man. But it's been a fun year. It's oh, been a yeah. fun year. I, I can imagine spending it with anybody else other than you. We have some great going with my paisano over there. Oh, man. But we are going to get out of here. I'm Bobby Dubs. As always, you can find me uh, on your Twitters, at Rob M. Whitney, or you can type in Bobby Dubs, whatever you prefer. Uh, Instagram, Rob with a writer. Facebook, you can type in Rob Whitney. Uh, you can go to Amazon and get the book, Hope Over Hurt. You can find us, me and Matt, doing our writing thing, Triple Play Media, Bell and the Birdman. Uh, you can go get the newsletter. Uh, also, coming this new year, we're going to have a lot of stuff going. You will see me on YouTube at the Mummers Parade. Turn to PHL 17. You may see me walking down the street. I'll flash you a high five. <laughs> also, uh, I'll be doing the wings thing. All the rest of the season. Also, at the end of the end of the month, I'll be in Atlantic City for indoor racing, which is going to be fun. That's on the twenty eighth of January. So y'all have something on Triple Play Media for that. Matt Maritay, where can they find you? What are they racing? Uh, it's like mini cards. I don't like saying the word because it's like a slur, but like they use the word midget. It's like midget cars. The cars are like really small and they're indoors. On are like they remote controlled? No, they're on a dirt track. And, and it's there's like, people in them. Yes, there's people in them driving them. That's why. Atlantic City at the Boardwalk Hall on the 28th. Yo, they will. I'll do, be down there if you want to come down and hang out. They will do anything in the Boardwalk <laughs> Hall. It's Absolutely, I'm yeah. there. I was like, what? <laughs> Racing? <laughs> in an arena? I'm there. I'm right there for it. 
All right, uh, you can find me on the and Twitter. St. Louis sphere. rolling on dub. <laughs> no, let me let me talk. <laughs> yes, uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Matthew Maratea, M A R A T E A. Matthew spelled the conventional way. <laughs> Uh, There's it, other ways to spell Matthew. People be spelling Matthew all types of freaking. People be dropping the T. Uh, what? Yeah, one T. I don't trust those fools. No. <laughs> or you could go. Or you could go the French way, which is like math and then an I E U. Oh, like Ty- Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Matthew. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you can find me on Instagram Emeritea uh, two two. Uh, we'll do write the radio stuff. We'll be doing triple play media stuff. Bell and the Bergman stuff. Oh, uh, my God. We just got a news break. <gasps> Rest in peace, John Madden. Madden Madden? John Madden passed away. Well, dang. That is absolutely... My heart just, like, 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 like really caught me in the feelings. I grew up listening to John Madden yeah. call football. I wanted to be on a microphone talking about sports because of people like John Madden. So uh, that one hurts. I hope there's a great big turducken in the sky for him. Uh, boom! As soon as he gets in the pearly gates, baby. Yep. I need you to pay Peter to hit him with one boop. <laughs> I'm going to be X's and O's and, I don't know, Frank, Fran Tarkington? <laughs> you feel that one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, Al Michaels is definitely retiring then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Al's packing it in. Well, rest in peace, John. Damn. <laughs> they handed on the sad note. Uh, producer extraordinaire Taylor Cridas. You can Madden, find him at K Bop, I believe, right, Taylor? <laughs> That's correct. I'm just trying to get over this Madden news. Yeah, it's fucking sad. I'm gonna drive home now, Taylor. What the fuck am I gonna do? He did just I'm get running the documentary. Car- they did so. exactly yeah. all Madden. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I might the car might run off the boulevard. I don't know. <laughs> I might have to literally sit down before I drive off. That damn. I need, to, I need to go play like Madden 04. Oh, we, yeah. Oh, I'm going home and playing Madden right now. Let's go. <laughs> but oh man that's right the radio I'm Bobby Dove that's Matt Maritaya thank you very much Taylor for that we can get out of here